It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, let's get it. It is the Locked On LSU Podcast, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST. And right here for the Locked On LSU Podcast, brought to you by Built Bar, where this week, save up to 50% on your orders and 100% of profits will be donated to different organizations supporting education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. Get to BuiltBar.com. Ed Ogeron had his weekly visit with Off the Bench, and we also chat with both Cole Henry and Saul Garza, a couple of now former LSU baseball players. You'll hear that, but let's start on this Tuesday with what Ed Ogeron had to say with his weekly visit with Off the Bench. They've been going through position um, groupings Today, Ed Ogeron discussed quarterback and special teams. We'll get to that, but first, uh, this is encouraging because Ed said while they're in voluntary workouts right now, the team itself has even taken a step beyond the weight room. I show up Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. I look outside our window. Our whole team had volunteered to work out. So uh, a great, great atmosphere, a great first week of work. Now, it did not clarify if that workout was voluntary workouts on the field, player-led workouts, which do happen and did happen last year. That's my assumption here because Ed Ogeron talked a lot last offseason about how Joe Burrow led player-led Saturday workouts all throughout the summer, and they had perfect attendance. It would seem to be that's what he's speaking to there. One other thing that obviously speaks to that, right now the team is working out in groups of 20 in the weight room. If the entire team went onto the field, I think that certainly speaks to the confidence and comfort level that the players have in being around each other, even amid altered um, awareness because of COVID-19. So really good sign that LSU's team leadership is taking it on themselves to go organize team-led workouts uh, over over the weekend. So uh, Ed Ogeron did spend time talking about the quarterbacks and special teams, and an interesting player who has switched sports and is now joining and working out with the football team. We'll get to that first. Here's Ed Ogeron talking about the quarterbacks did during the shutdown. They've done a great job. Coach Enzbenga has done a tremendous job of Zoom meetings, installation. Uh, you know, every time I walk into Coach Enzbenga's office at 8 o'clock in the morning, he had all, all three scholarship quarterbacks there studying, uh, on the Zoom meetings, uh, those guys have been very attentive. I've asked Coach Hensbinger, how they're doing. They're picking up the offense very well. All three of them, Miles, TJ, and Max, uh, three outstanding quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be fun to see them in camp. And also clarified, make no mistake, this is Miles Brennan's team. We recruited Miles. He had a strong arm. Uh, he came here. Uh, he's developed, uh, and again, I've said this many times, in the in the new world of transfer portals, most quarterbacks have transferred miles and his family stuck behind us. We have stuck behind him. Now it's his turn, and uh, we feel that he's got all the makings of an outstanding quarterback. He also talked about the two freshmen, the two true freshmen that are backing up Miles Brennan. Max Johnson and T.J. Finley. Both of those guys were mid-year graduates. Both of them were big, strong, smart, athletic quarterbacks. We're excited about them. Uh, both of them had excellent springs. Both of them are learning. Both of them know the offense. Uh, we feel like both of them are going to be fantastic football players. 
Let's hope Brennan has a great season and we don't have to find out if Johnson and or Finley are ready to play this year and their time comes at a later date. But I can tell you, speaking to members of the staff, you can hear Ed Ogeron on there as well. They are very high on those freshman quarterbacks, in particular the future prospects of a guy like Max Johnson who came to LSU from Georgia. Another big storyline as it relates to quarterbacks has been recruiting quarterbacks in the state of Louisiana. Eli Holstein has an offer Arch Manning is out there for the class of 2023 as well, and Walker Howard has committed for the class of 2022. While Ed Ogeron can't talk specifically about individual recruits, he did talk about recruiting quarterbacks in Louisiana. These players that are growing up in the state of Louisiana and and around the country have seen this championship football team. So obviously, they want to be like it. And uh, they've seen the success that we've had with Joe Burrow, winning the Heisman, being the first player pick. So we don't have to go into these homes and sell something that these young men have not seen. So, yes, it gives us a big-time advantage. Uh, we feel good about the quarterback position. And obviously, we know that when, when I took over, that's a position that had to make improvement, and so far it has. Now, aside from talking about the quarterbacks, he also previewed special teams and said the reason he's most optimistic is because of the special teams coordinator feel really good because, number one, we have Greg McMahon, who I think is outstanding, uh, an outstanding special teams coordinator and also an outstanding man to have on our staff. I rely on Greg a lot about our culture, about he's brought in Bobby April, about uh, ongoing skill development, about uh, everything that I need. To, when I need to bounce something off, I go straight to Greg. He's, he's one of my confidants on the staff, so I got to say that first. Meanwhile, on the field, LSU has essentially all of its special teams units intact. We have Zach coming back uh, at punter, who's done a tremendous job for us. We have Avery Atkins, who I don't know how you can better get better at kickoffs in the end zone. And uh, and you can remember before those kickoffs going out of bounds and stuff like that, returns to the 40-yard line. So as a defensive coach, that's field position. We got one of the best, a couple of the great returners, and Derek Stingley and Trey, Trey Palmer. So we got a lot of speed, okay? And then, you know, Kate York had a good year last year. Did he have a great year? No. But from, from what we'll, we'll um, see with Cole, uh, you know, it was a little drop-off, but I think that he's got a better year this year. And there was one other interesting tidbit from Ed Ogeron, personnel-wise, about a player who's jumped from baseball to the football roster. Nick Storrs. Uh, Nick Storrs came over from baseball. Coach Maneri was gracious enough to uh, allow him to come on over and see, you know, and uh, Nick Storrs are working out with our football team. He looks phenomenal. Uh, he's working out hard. Tom and them like him. He's a big athlete. I think makes it about 6'6", 250. And, uh, and I watched his high school film with, uh, you know, Coach uh, Maneri sent me his high school tape. And I think he's a phenomenal football player, a phenomenal tight end. He's going to help us. Stores, of course, has notoriously battled quite a few injuries during his baseball career, which has prevented him from making an impact. But he certainly has the size and the athleticism to be an impact player in football. Keep in mind, he's on scholarship at LSU for baseball, but Paul Maneri apparently is allowing Nick to go over and work out with the football team to see if there's a possibility that he could be a dual sport athlete at LSU. You want to catch the entire interview with Ed Ogeron, 1045ESPN.com. Click on demand off the bench and under today's date, Tuesday, June 16th, you'll see other guys chat with Ed Ogeron. This is the Locked on LSU podcast, 
Brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the world. As a matter of fact, you go in my pantry at my house, we have two like full size boxes on the second shelf in our pantry right now. I've got my wife hooked on them. I love them as well. My personal favorite is the orange chocolate cream. Find your favorite flavor today. There's more than a dozen flavors to choose from. You can mix and match your uh, your different boxes. You could choose a box of just one flavor. Maybe it's the mint brownie delight or the double chocolate mousse, banana chocolate cream, coconut chocolate cream, salted caramel chocolate. Find your favorite flavor at BuiltBar.com, BuiltBar.com. And right now, buy one box, 15% off. Two boxes, 30% off. Four or more boxes, 50% off. And Built Bar is doing a great thing to contribute right now to what's going on in our country. 100% of their profits right now will be donated to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. So we tip our cap to Built Bar, builtbar.com. Use the promo code Locked On and save $10 off your first order. It is the Locked on LSU podcast. When we come back, you'll hear from both Cole Henry and Saul Garza. It's Locked on LSU, your team every day. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Major League Draft came and went. Cole Henry heard his name called in round two. He is now a member of the Washington Nationals organization. He was good enough to visit with us and chat a little bit about what it was like hearing his name called. Uh, honestly, it was a dream come true. Um, you know, I still haven't really – hasn't really sunk in yet, um, but yeah, just something I've been looking forward to my whole life. Um, a goal that I've been working towards for you know quite a while, and it was just a, um, you know a blessing to be selected and uh, and be able to play for or in the future play for a great organization like the you know Washington Nationals. So I'm excited and uh, ready to get started. Yeah, Cole, we, on Friday we talked to uh, to Daniel Cabrera, and he said like he didn't. He didn't get a call. Like he was just watching it on TV, and he saw his name. Well, uh-huh. actually, actually, he saw Danny Cabrera pop up there, so he thought it was actually somebody else. But uh, <laughs> did you did you get did you get a call, or did you find out just watching on TV? Oh, so actually, I was texting back and forth with my advisor, and uh, pretty much he was kind of telling us, like, you know, I mean, I would say five picks right before I was picked. Um, he was, he was kind of texting like. Look, I've heard you're in the mix. We don't really know for sure yet. Just be looking out for pick 55, and then 54 comes around, and I'm texting him. I'm like, I'm like, hey, do you know? Like, have you heard anything? What's going on? And then uh, he sends one in. He's like, he's like, they're in. Uh, be ready. And so, um, you know, that, that next pick, they called my name, and uh, it was awesome. That is pretty cool, man. And it happens to be the Nationals. Is it? I mean, is it sweeter that it's the the defending champions? It is pretty cool, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of Scherzer and Strasburg, and so um, hopefully I get to pick their brains a little bit, uh, you know, when I'm down there in spring training or whatever it is. Um, that's just it's really exciting to me uh, as a big baseball guy in general. Um, obviously, being picked by the defending world champions is pretty cool. Now, you did tweet 
uh, what's up, D.C., ready to get to work. So I guess we can all assume that you, you intend to sign and you will play for the, the Nationals organization? Yes, sir, for sure. Man, so how difficult of a decision is that for you to weigh if you plan on leaving or if you plan on coming back? Obviously, as you're going through the whole process. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it was a very difficult decision. Um, just think, I mean, I literally thought about it every single day since the, the season was canceled, you know. Um, obviously, with the players coming back next year um, to LSU, they're, they're going to have an incredible team. Um, and I definitely did want to be a part of that, but at the same time, um, when you get offered life-changing money like like that, um, you know you got to think about yourself sometimes first in those kind of situations and uh, and your future. And you know, my ultimate goal is to play professional baseball one day and make it to the big league. So um, I think you know, in the end, um, going in the draft is the right decision for me and uh, and for my my goals in the future. Cole Henry's our guest, former LSU pitcher. Does it sound weird saying former LSU pitcher? It it does. It really does. Um, you know, it's it's just an incredible feeling right now. I don't, I don't really know how to how to describe it, honestly. Have you given any thought? I mean, it, it's a, it's a strange juxtaposition, though, right, Cole? Because you have the euphoria of realizing this lifelong dream. You get to go play professional sure. baseball, and you know you're a second round pick, and it's like you mentioned, life changing money. But it comes at a crossroads where the baseball season got canceled and there was so much expectation on this LSU team and you didn't get to go out and have your sophomore year. Does that, like, when, when you think about the season lost, what what emotions do you have? Exactly. Um, you know, that's, I mean, it's been eating at me ever since our season got canceled. Uh, and our whole team had big aspirations for this year. I felt like we were just hitting our stride. And I feel like a lot of teams could probably say that, but I know, like, in our case in particular, I mean, we were really hitting our stride. I mean, we had the the pitching, you know, it was kind of there the whole season, but our, I feel like our hitters were just getting into the swing of things, and we were really hitting the ball pretty good. And, um, you know, just getting into SEC play, I feel like that's when, we, you know, when usually LSU starts to turn it on. And so uh, we were excited, and uh, I'd actually thrown pretty much the best bullpen of the year. I mean, maybe my whole career that week leading up to uh, Ole Miss. I mean, everything was just clicking. My curveball was great changeup was great. Me and AD were just working, you know, uh, ever since my first start, just trying to find that consistency in my delivery a little bit. And I mean, we were getting after it every single day, just trying to, you know, be the best we could be for SEC play. And um, we felt like we were at that that point and then just got pulled out from under us. But, um, you know, it is it does suck. And it's just kind of a, you know, you just got to realize what happened and, um, you know, just kind of forget about it and be like, you know what, it happened. And you just got to move on. It's kind of life, you know? Yeah. You know what's interesting, too, Cole, is, is so, I mean, you would, I, I would hope, you know, at this point, maybe Omaha would be going on, but, like, you'd still sure. be pitching. So, like, physically, what have you been doing during this time? I mean, is it, do you just give your body the time to rest, or or have you been keeping some type of a routine, a throwing routine? Yeah, so, um, as soon as the season ended, um, you know, everybody was kind of saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Uh, it'll be back to normal, you know, so um, we were like, all right, well, two weeks, and then, you know, I can start throwing pins for teams or, um, you know, if teams are having workouts, I could go throw or scrimmage games, anything, just get on the mound. And um, so that's what I was working towards, just kind of the whole quarantine. You know, I was still throwing and working out and just trying to stay in shape just in case, you know, a team had a workout or um, just sort of anything. And then once it kind of started getting closer to summer, um, we all got like our summer ball destination so then it started working towards 
you know, I have to be ready for summer ball just in case I don't get drafted or whatever it may be. And so, um, I was, I was staying in shape and staying throwing and, um, just staying prepared really. It was, it was kind of tough just to find places to work out, but, um, we, we found out, you know, we found a way to do it and, um, kind of stuck to that, that plan and stayed in shape pretty much the whole time. So, um, it wasn't, it was kind of a challenge, but, um, in the end it, it paid off. Have you thrown against hit, against hitters at all since the season ended? I did. So I actually went down to um, Cressy Sports Performance in Jupiter, Florida, mm-hmm. and I stayed with a buddy of mine who, who pitches for the Marlins. And um, I got down there for about two weeks, and I threw two live bullpens just to get some video and some data to send the teams right before the draft and um, posted it on Twitter too. So um, I did get to face a couple of hitters. It was, it was very weird. Uh, my first my first bullpen, I was pretty sporadic. Um but the ball was coming out good, and I felt great. And so uh, it was just great to be able to face hitters again and feel normal again. Wait, is this you? Am I looking at Is this you with the beard? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did you grow the beard? <laughs> I've always, I've always had a little bit of, a little bit of beard, a little bit of stubble. But you know, coach has that, has the rule where you can't have facial hair. So um, I had to keep it trimmed down for, for coach and for the team. But um, <laughs> every, uh, every time we have a break, like Christmas break. I got to grow out a duck beard for duck season, and, then, <laughs> and I, I, I got to shave it right off after as soon as I get back to school. But oh, it's so good! You got the show flow out of the back of the hat as well. I love it, dude. All right, a uh, couple more minutes here with Cole Henry. He's on Twitter at Cole underscore Henry twelve. Uh, man, for a lot of the LSU fans that are listening, man, I, it got cut short. But what would you? How would you describe your your LSU experience? All right. I, I can't complain at all. Um, you know, I was treated uh, the best anyone could be treated at the um, We had every tool, every resource that um, you could possibly need as a baseball player and as a student athlete. Um, and my time at LSU was, was obviously pretty short, but at the same time, um, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. And uh, I think I wouldn't be the same person I am today without, without going to college and getting that experience. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll be forever grateful for LSU and for – Coach AD and Coach Maneri and everyone who's helped me. What do you think about the 2021 Tigers, Jade Hill and Marceau and Labus and those guys? I think SEC hitters are going to be in trouble. I think you're right. Uh, anybody <laughs> anybody on that pitching staff that maybe we didn't get to see that you think has got a really bright future? Yeah. Um, I'll say I think Jacob Hasty has the best stuff uh, maybe on our staff. Um, mm. If he can dial it in, Pound the zone. I think you can see uh, he can be a really, really good pitcher for us. And um, and he, you know, I think he's not even close to scratching the the potential that he has. Um, it's it's unbelievable. I watch him throw bullpens. I play catch with him. And I'm like, he's, he's like, he literally throws a wiffle ball. So um, hopefully he'll pound the zone more and uh, work hard this off season. And um, he should be, you know, a big a big key in next year's national title run. It wasn't just Cole Henry. Uh, also, Daniel Cabrera was drafted. You heard from Daniel on yesterday's edition, Monday's edition of the Locked on LSU podcast. And uh, we also learned that both Zach Mathis and Saul Garza signed free agent contracts. When we come back, we'll chat with the former LSU catcher and DH, Saul Garza. It's Locked on LSU, your team every day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate. 
save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Wrapping up a Tuesday edition here on the Locked on LSU podcast, your team every day, brought to you by Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On and save $10 off your first order. Uh, we mentioned that you got to hear from Cole Henry, but Saul Garza signed as an undrafted free agent with the San Diego Padres. He talked to us a little about, about what that experience was like going through the draft and not hearing his name called. Uh, I mean, it was great. You know, just back home with my family, um, got to got to hang out with all of them. And then, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy couple of days, but uh, definitely super excited. Now, your story is one of kind of the those ones that's uh, undeniably super affected by the COVID-19 shutdown, right? I mean, you would have played out your junior season, you'd have hit 300 and double-digit bombs, and you probably would have been a really high draft pick. Well, the season gets cut short, the draft gets minimized, and so you're not taking the top five rounds. Is there any, is there any sense of like sort of bittersweetness that you're starting your pro career, but you know it could have been different? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's always that sense of, uh, like, I mean, I didn't really get to finish my full season there at LSU. Um, obviously, I felt like things were going to turn around and uh, we are going to have a great season with the team. We'd probably be in Omaha right now. But, I mean, this pandemic's pretty serious, and now we all know the severity of it. But uh, just kind of had to keep my head down, keep working, and hopefully good things will turn out. And just it's great for the opportunity. Sal Gars is our guest. Uh, so... What has it been like for you I, from, from a baseball standpoint? Like, what have you been able to do from the time y'all found out when you were supposed to be heading to Ole Miss and you get taken off that bus to this past weekend when you signed with the Royals? What have you been able to do? Uh, yeah, it's so funny you ask. Um, I hadn't used my batting cage at my house since I was a kid. And then <laughs> me and my pops, me and my pops got to, got to work and patched up all the holes and <laughs> He's been throwing me BP there at home. <laughs> it's been pretty cool. Just kind of, I mean, do what you can with what you got. So usually we have all these big time facilities that we get to work out in. And, uh, but now that we're we're having to social distance and stuff, we're trying to stay away and stay safe. But yeah, it's definitely been interesting. But trying to trying to stay busy with how we got. How old were you the last time that you remember using the batting cage? Were you like 12, 13, 15, 18? Yeah, I think the L screen we had, I think I hit my dad one time when I was like a freshman in high school. So after that, he was like, yeah, we're not using this cage anymore. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask if he had an L screen. He had to. But it's like, yeah. do, do I would imagine like 17-year-old Saul and 22-year-old Saul, probably at different levels as far as, you know, exit velocity and things like that. I mean, did your was your dad taking any precautions this time? Oh, definitely. I think we got rid of the L screen. And he put a whole net in front. So now it's like a double layer of protection, not taking any chances. I believe it, man. Um, walk me through what it was like after the draft ended. So draft comes and goes. Your name isn't called. What what happens next? I think it was a three-day dead period where we weren't able to talk to any team. Um, so really just trying to discuss this with my family, coaches at LSU, um, just trying to see what would be the best decision. Um, ultimately, uh, I kind of woke up a little late on Sunday morning to a few missed calls, but uh, that I was able to get in touch with them and 
uh, we made it happen. So the the Royals called. Other teams had called as well. Uh, there was there's there's a few teams in the mix. Um, I just felt really comfortable with the Royals. I mean, I was drafted by them last year, so mm-hmm. I felt like there was kind of that prior relationship where they kind of knew me, I knew them, um, and I've only heard great things about the Royals organization. So I think I think it was the best fit for me. Saul Gars is with us here for a couple more minutes. Signs as a free agent with the Kansas City Royals organization. Have they given you any indication of of what's next? I mean, obviously there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but short and long term, what's next for you? Yeah, I think I, I think I have to catch a flight on Saturday to Kansas City, be up there for a week or so, and then get to come back home with my family for a few weeks. And then I, I think July 15th starts um instructional league or something in arizona and that's three and a half months so uh it hopefully i mean if all this stands stands true hopefully they can pass the major league baseball season and if they get that going hopefully everything else will follow but uh that's that's the timeline right now so hopefully that's what gets to happen so Garz is with us for a couple more minutes so you also mentioned you know taking a few days to spend time with your family kind of discuss your options what what were some of the things that as you talked it out with your family that you were considering some of the factors? Uh, so age for me was probably one of the biggest things just because uh, I was a draft eligible sophomore last year, decided to come back to school. And then um, for me, if I would have came back to school next year, I would have been 23 years old for next year's draft. And uh, when you when you're starting your professional baseball career, I, I feel like age is a pretty big factor. So for me, it was really just trying to get my foot in the door. Um, the sooner I start my professional career, in my eyes, I mean, the sooner I can work my way up to the big league. So uh, that was that was really probably the biggest factor. And uh, I got, I mean, I got the support from my family, from the coaching staff at LSU. Uh, yeah, I, just, I felt like this was the best thing. Did, were you close at any point to deciding to return? I was. Um, as soon as I kind of found out that the minor league season might not happen, um, it was really like, well, I wasn't going to miss anything, any professional season this this spring and summer. So might as well come back to school next year to a great team, a uh, great group of guys, and have a chance to, to make a run at Omaha. But, I mean, when when these teams kind of sent me the calendar, and although we weren't going to have a minor league season, but we still have an extended instructional league, I felt like the coaches were still going to be able to get an eye on me and uh, move progress my career. What are you going to remember about your time in Baton Rouge? Short short as it might have been, uh, definitely the fans. Um, it's unbelievable to play in the Alex Box Stadium, uh, and I mean my teammates, the support we got. Uh, the memories we made. I mean, it was unbelievable. Got to play with some future big leaguers, and uh, yeah, I mean, just great city, great food. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it always comes back to the incredible. food. <laughs> oh, the food's unbelievable. As always, we appreciate you listening here, Locked on LSU. Please subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening to us. We appreciate that greatly, and please support our great sponsor, Built Bar. Get to the website, BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T, BuiltBar.com, and sample the best-tasting protein bar in the world. It is gluten-free, nut-free, and they're doing a great thing right now, as you could save up to 50% off of everything 
at BuiltBar.com. Check them out, BuiltBar.com. This is the Locked on LSU podcast, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.